0: The show that the fans deserve.
1: I'd consider myself a realist. I right? put in philosophical terms I'm what's called a pessimist. The show that the city needs. This town deserves a better class of sports radio. And we're going to give it to them. This is Talk Sports. Leave one wolf alive
0: and the sheep are never safe. <laughs>
1: Back in the booth, back on the airwaves, coming at you live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios, John Reed, Cody McClure, Cameron Black, Give Me More, Give Me More, Demi Moore, G.I. Joe, G.I. Jane, last night, Florida brought the pain, so kick off this Thursday edition of Talk Sports, it's Groundhog Day. Go ahead and insert your joke of Tennessee basketball does exactly what it does all the time. (laughs) It's like Groundhog Day. That wasn't Cody's voice just for the record. That was just a generic voice. But how are
2: you, Cody? Splendid. I am splendid on uh, Thursday, February 2nd. Good to be here. Good to be anywhere. Has this little bastard made his... Prediction yet?
0: Yeah, dude, it's noon. Yeah, dude. They do that at like seven thirty every, yeah. every
2: year. Oh no! What do you say? Six more weeks of winter. That's well, good. Depends
0: which one you listen to. He
1: has that one. Well, that's and then the good. One in Georgia we, we've established he's spring.
0: wrong. Yeah, that's fair.
2: Sixty-one percent
1: of the time he is wrong, so it means spring. The oh, one in Georgia
0: okay. said spring, well, and now there's a whole civil war thing going on. Well, we don't. There's know. only
2: one recognized groundhog. As far as I know, he no. did. He
1: did. He did corner of the market. I mean, it's,
0: he's the most famous. But good good there's branding. a bunch.
2: Well, no, I'm sure brand. there's 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 others, but I mean, yeah, he's not uh, the only the, guy trying to do this. But Punxatany is the uh, he's the guy. He's our go-to guy. How long has he been around? Eighty, nineteen, or no, eighteen eighty. Um, so I'm guessing they use multiple groundhogs.
1: Yeah, yeah. How yeah. long does a groundhog
2: yeah, live? 14 years.
1: 1887
2: is the first
0: when recorded you control the weather, you can live longer.
1: Use of Punzutani food. How do
2: you become the groundhog? Just What process is there?
1: To me, I think you just have to uh, basically be in
2: Punzutani. Punzutani uh Pennsylvania
0: and have a degree in meteorology.
2: Do groundhogs migrate to punxsutawney to try to become the next great groundhog? I don't think so. Do groundhog families purposely name their it offspring sucks. Phil <laughs> to try to set him up for the job and train Ooh. him from a young age?
0: That'd be a smart thing to do.
2: I bet by this point they probably breed them, don't they? I would say it's nepotism. Yeah, I was gonna say. I would imagine there's some lineage there.
0: I would think so.
2: You know, from head to rump, groundhogs are between 17 and 24 inches. Can you imagine seeing a two-foot groundhog. That pretty was pretty big big size. For two feet. <laughs> That's probably about two it, feet. Uh, yeah, that was about three feet. That is not three feet. This is two feet right here. That's one foot. This is not one foot. <laughs> have you ever seen a ruler? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. You're telling me this is three feet? Uh, I ne-
1: no, I never said that at Kim, all. Cam,
2: I'll stay like this. If you can find a ruler, I'll stay right we here. We need a
0: size. What is it, size 12 shoe? Is that what it's? Yeah, I got. Put? I got
2: a 13 right there. Well, <laughs> the at... size of your
1: shoe is not actually inches. Here,
2: see if you can take my. There's shoe. There's one
0: up. shoe size that equals a foot though. I can't remember which you size ready? it is.
2: You ready? Here, catch. <laughs> well, let me
0: see, let me see. Remember, we'll I can't move this. my hands. Okay, shoes. How tall, is, how tall is an iPhone?
2: Fat. An iPhone? That's probably six inches.
1: Who pulls
2: foot? One Ooh. foot. If we're going right, on it, then this inches. is probably two feet. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'd say, that's, I'd say that's pretty good. Well, that's what I was doing the whole time. Cam tried to tell me this is three feet.
1: Well,. Cam's not right about everything. One foot.
2: That's a little small, I think, for one foot.
1: If this is six inches, which it could be five inches, but...
2: This Give is... it another inch or so. There you go. That's about a foot. Well, I feel like you narrowed it when you came to your head. Whatever. What are you trying to say? What What is the point of this? Groundhogs are 24 inches long. Well, how big do you think groundhogs are? Well, I would have had them about a foot. But That'd turns be tiny. out it can be up to two feet.
1: <laughs> that would be tiny. You think ground? You think you think groundhogs are the same as Frank? Same size as Frank? Frank's no foot. He's a foot.
2: Probably more than a foot. Probably a foot and a half. Yeah, he's probably a foot and a. half. A groundhog, I would think, would be longer. Maybe I don't know. Well, I know I saw, that's what I'm
1: saying. You, you seemed like you thought it was going to be smaller, but
2: I saw one running yesterday a
1: groundhog yeah training for today
2: i'm not sure he might have been it was either a groundhog or some other kind of animal <laughs> it's what i would call a groundhog
0: fair enough i'm sure it was there's plenty around here. around here stupid
1: conversation it's I'm groundhog over. day yeah and i'm over the stupid conversation cam how are you today
0: doing good doing good um well, I wish they would have predicted rain stops and stopped being gloomy. That would have been nice. But That would have been cool. Um, continuing to do that, but outside is, that, can't it, complain.
1: It is winter, though. Yeah, it is winter. You get Trying what you deserve.
0: Through.
1: I'll stop at this? Oh, no. I feel like I'm gonna have to throw up. Is it
0: something you ate?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel good. You going know, to cancel the show? I'm already here. Yeah.
0: It probably the taste of that game last night.
1: Could be the taste of the game. Yeah, who cares? I feel like level-headed Tennessee fans need to hear, hear our show.
2: Do they? I, I don't like they know. Do. I, everyone's probably down. Yeah, it's okay to be down. Mole. Maybe it was a mole I saw.
1: It's okay to be down after that game last night. It was a frustrating game, and you got your ass kicked. There wasn't much you could do about it.
2: Well, you know, I thought uh, going into it, you know, really that big Castle, Castle man, he he, he kind of deserved one. We've been kicking his ass for years. Yeah, he's pretty good. He probably deserved to get one. He's a senior now, right? I mean, it's probably a special moment for him. Well, they were all very happy to have won that yeah, game. Finally beat Tennessee. They were, uh, Tennessee, uh, they were celebrating. Way to go, guys. Congrats. You finally got it, got it done. 20 points and 9 rebounds for him. Jeez. As he
1: created uh, some pretty big matchup problems for Tennessee,
0: Edie would have dropped fifty on us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean that maybe that's the the main story is like if you play Purdue, like you have zero shot, it feels like, of stopping <laughs> yeah. there. I and mean, like you know it's kind of partly what did you did you in against Michigan last year mm-hmm. was you couldn't stop their big man either. Tennessee tried to stay small, and it didn't really work because Castleton was abusing Kumwa. He
2: had a good game.
1: Yeah, no, and then nobody on Tennessee oh, had well. a good game, and mm-hmm. that equals
2: 54 points and a loss.
0: 21 points half. Yeah, the half. You deserve to lose when you do that.
2: That's just basketball. I've not lost any faith. Is that true? I want them to look at the tape, learn from it, and move forward. I love growth. Look, if we don't get a wow. one seed, we don't get a one seed. I mean. Wow, I expected different from you, Cody. Well, I mean, you just got to look at perspective. How good did we feel going into March last year? Now, did we choke? Sure, whatever. But by the end of the year, people were picking us to win the tournament last year. If you look at us through 22 games last year, our record was, what, 16 and 6? Six? We're eighteen and four. Eighteen okay. and four. It's still a good team. They played poorly. They seem to be hot and cold. I mean, I will say this team has bad losses. I don't know I why don't, we're.
1: I don't think last night was a bad loss.
2: Uh that I mean, losing. It's a road loss, so it's not it, as I think bad. It's a bad but loss. Like yeah, it's, that that's
1: fine. Like if you want to say that you your performance makes it a bad loss, that's fine. But like at Florida was one of, if not your toughest actual games left when it came to like point spreads and projections and like knowing how college basketball officials behave on the road, it would have been a quad one win. So I don't want to act like it's a a terrible loss. Colorado is still much worse for me. Mm
2: -hmm. And And the home loss
1: against Kentucky Kentucky is worse for me. Uh,
2: This team does not have, it has, I would say this loss is comparable to the Kentucky loss in that it's really not. I don't think they're a top 4 SEC team, probably not even top 5. I, I mean, they To me the Kentucky loss is worse because it was at home. Yeah, yeah. I, I know the difference in in that, but yeah. I'm, I'm just, just saying that that's uh,
1: why to me it was worse. Losing on the road against a team with a pulse is never going to make me too upset. Yeah. The fact it was Florida makes me upset, like the fact that your two SEC losses are to two of your of your rivals, you know, Kentucky and Florida, neither one who are very good. Or as good as you, and like the fact you've lost to both of them, that is frustrating.
2: Yeah, but you know what'll happen here, right? We'll we'll beat Auburn Saturday. We'll bounce back next week, beat Vandy in Missouri, and we'll be sitting there at at twenty one and four, getting ready for a big home game against Alabama. And everybody'll be back on board. Yeah, and then we'll probably game. lose one that week, <laughs> either yeah. Alabama at home or Kentucky on the road. And
0: you'll lose another one by not being on score. <laughs>
2: yeah, but you know, I mean. We can still get through the stretch run regular season with, I mean, maybe with one more loss. Last
1: year, at the beginning of March, Kansas got beat by 10 at TCU.
2: They won a natty. They went on to won a natty. Yeah. As Will Warren pointed out, you had... uh, that team that was ranked number one back in the day—they lost to a Kentucky team that was pretty bad. In 8 like, s- seven and nine or something like in, that. In 08, yeah. I saw him say that. Yeah. So I mean, well,
1: I, I have liked the, I have liked the the arguing and the difference of opinions and just kind of the inconsistency of all that matters is March, but also like, hey, this February loss means this team sucks. Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say all that matters is March. Do it in the tournament, March, 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 and then, and say, then bitch
2: and complain about yeah, February. Yeah, like you got yeah. you
1: got to got to pick a lane. And look, I talk about how I love the regular season, and I want to be clear: I am mad about the loss last night. It was a disgusting loss, but it's you know one of thirty-one games, and you hope that it doesn't define your season. That's kind of always my takeaway with basketball losses: is like, don't let it spiral. Don't Where- let it like create you know chemistry issues now. I will say that last night's loss is going to really, you know, make it an uphill battle to get the one seat in the SEC tournament and to, you know, maybe get a one seat overall and like to beat Alabama for the conference title. That sucks. Like I said, yesterday's loss was bad. It it, it hurts you with some of your goals. But again,
0: I also don't think it's comparable to that TCU Kansas loss.
1: Why not? The TCU
0: was a tournament team. But Florida's, it's, Florida's won the tournament t- game and Florida's- won the Big Twelve championship in the tournament.
2: Who did they beat in the NCAA?
0: Uh, I think it was – I'm not sure. But they won their first round game, and I think they won that Big 12 tournament. Did they? Yeah, I think so, if I remember correctly.
1: TCU won the Big 12 tournament, I thought.
0: Unless I'm a year off.
1: So they would have beaten, I guess, Baylor. I thought Kansas. Did Kansas not win the Big 12 tournament? I thought Kansas had a big long win streak. Let's take a look. They lost to Kansas by 13 in,
0: in the tournament. Yeah.
1: And that that TCU team was 20 and 12 and 8 and 10 in conference play. So like I don't think I don't think comparing
2: them to this Florida team is that big of a stretch. They beat Seton Hall in the first round. Yeah. And then lost to Arizona in overtime. They gave yeah. Arizona a good game.
1: Yeah, and like Florida, I mean, going into the game last night, Cam was ranked number 8th defensively. I mean, like they're not a a bad team. Now are they in the tournament field? Well, beating Tennessee, you know, is going to maybe oh, put hell, them yeah. in there, but like yeah, that TCU team wasn't wasn't great. By any means they did get hot though like you said. I mean they didn't make it to at least the uh the second round of the tournament. They they won one they won one conference tournament game against yeah, Texas last okay. year and then lost to Kansas in the second round or their second game. Maybe it was the third round of the tournament. I don't know how they do their – I guess they give a bye maybe. Yeah,
0: it was the quarters well, Yeah. Well, the semis yeah. they lost in.
1: Do not all 10 teams make it in the big Big 12?
0: I'm not sure. <laughs> I would
1: or does like one and two seeds get bys? How does that work? What I guess I've never really eight? thought about the big yeah, I tournaments. Really. I don't know. Hmm. But I guess their championship might have been on Saturday. I, I don't know. Either way, I don't think that Florida I don't think that Florida and TCU team are drastically different. Like, that's I guess my, my overarching point. Fair enough. Does Florida end up making the tournament? I don't know. I guess it depends on how they finish
2: the season, mm-hmm. but at that point Yeah, thirteen and nine now. Doing good. It does hurt us from a uh, from the angle of maybe winning the regular season. Yeah, yeah. Being two games behind and needing, you know. I don't really I don't really care if we get the one seed in the SEC tournament. I mean, the two seed would be just as fine. Just don't be on the same side as Alabama, you know.
1: Yeah, you can get the three seed, too, if that's the case.
2: Yeah. And I but, don't care if, I mean, that to me isn't that, that big of
1: a deal, being on the same side as Alabama. But I'd rather play them in the. You know the conference championship versus the semifinals, or hope that somebody knocks them out. Sure, but like I'm not, I'm not trying to duck them.
2: Yeah, I mean we're two games back now. That's not good. Yeah, even but you know we just need them to take one loss, and then we need to beat them, and also not lose any more games. Well, yeah, <laughs> It's probably unrealistic. But
1: it, it seems like every time we get talked about, you know, gearing up for a big long win streak, we uh, lose. We did the same thing before Kentucky, and maybe it's our fault because we lost. Then we talked about it yesterday. Maybe going seventeen and one in conference or sixteen and two is kind of where we settled out. Settled at maybe Tennessee and Alabama both running away with they the conference. They did feel a and little they,
2: dirty in hindsight. Yeah, and they turned around. I believe I said lost. last night would be a cakewalk <laughs> as well. So <laughs> no
0: shot. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> that, uh, not good. It was a little un- it was a little uh, unnerving
1: as the game got close, and the point spread kept dropping and dropping and dropping. It went from six and a half down to like four mm. before tip off. So somebody was buying into the Florida atmosphere. And credit to them, they they did turn up and turned up. I mean, it was, a, it was a good hostile crowd. I will say that after last night, I, I I do get a little bit more worried just about this team on the road in general.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe some of the warning signs were there. You know, we had talked about how they got off to a slow start against Mississippi State and Ole Miss on the road, right? Mm-hmm. And they got off to a really slow start last night. And then, you know, got together and got up by six. You You're like, okay, everything's okay. This team's in control. And next thing you know, Florida shot a bunch of free throws and we're down again. You're like, "Oh, what the hell?" and then we just couldn't get a bucket.
2: It was about this time last year that you started putting together a pretty good win streak when you you lost at Texas. You took that L in an ugly game at Texas and then you went on to win uh, what about 12 of 13 to close the season. So, you got a
1: chance to get right This weekend against Auburn at home, that's going to be a good crowd just because it's Bruce and a ranked Auburn team, and the boys need to bounce back. Then you you go to Vandy, and then you get Missouri before you get a huge showdown with Kentucky. So, like, there's a chance to kind of get the vibes back headed in the right direction. We'll continue talking about it after the break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. Back in the White Claw, Hard Seltzer Studios. Going to need some of those delicious flavors to wash away the memory of last night's performance. Responsibly, of course. As Tennessee kind of got choked out. You know, Tennessee's a good defense. They went up uh, against another good defense in Florida. And, uh, you know, someone I saw talking about the game said it seemed like that Florida had six players on the court at times on defense not a good sign i don't know if that means your offense is too easy to guard or what but they were flying all over the place and choked out tennessee it's
2: uh quite a frustration does it linger for you or are you over it today well i mean that's a tough question because i don't i don't get too hurt by losses okay basketball losses now football losses, I get hurt a lot more. I think well, football I, losses
1: in floor, football <coughs> losses mean a whole lot more, and I, I think that's where some of our fan base maybe struggles. Every basketball loss, we have these meltdowns, and yeah. like bro, season's not over.
2: Well, yeah, I mean you're not going to go forty and zero. Yeah, like it but, seems uh, like
1: every time we have a basketball loss, people react to it as if it's a football loss.
2: Kansas just lost three games in a row. They won a natty last year. They're one of the best programs of all time. They just lost three games in a row. And one of them, they got spanked at home by TCU. So, like, it happens. Sometimes you got to figure things out. I don't know enough about basketball coaching to know what you got to do. I don't know if you got to tweak some lineups, play a little harder. I'll I'll
1: say last night was a
2: big step back for Barnes in the
1: lineup departments, Uh, having Mashack and Key out there. At the same time, with the way Key's been playing, it was seemed like a bad idea. You're putting two guards out there that right now can't get you any buckets. I thought that uh, we didn't need to see Uros late in the game. We didn't need to see some of the lineups we had out there. So I did think last night was a little bit of a head-scratcher.
2: I do think it's worth asking, with Barnes' uh, track record historically, what is it about his system – that causes the stretches where you, where you do just look terrible, or is that just basketball? I mean, is that just something that happens? I mean, it, it doesn't seem to happen to other teams as much. You you mean just like the offensive walls well, or? Well, yeah, that and like well, losing I, in the tournament just it's the, a, his how, how there. You, how do you come out and score eighty-two against Texas and dominate? I know that's at home, so it's that's one reason, but. You score eighty two your offense looks better than it has all year, and then is it just because you're going on the road? it's that hard to the the rims are different or I mean, I don't know what it is why do you why do you follow the Texas performance with a performance like that?
1: Do you believe in like shot quality
2: yeah, probably it sounds like something that would be real yeah. Sometimes like have an open looks. And
1: yeah, sometimes it's frustrating to see these after the game, but like shot quality, there's a there's a website that tracks these and like who's taking the shots, how open are they, what are the percentages they're supposed to go in, and it it's not a thing that really makes you feel better. It's kind of like when the NBA comes down, it's like, hey, last two minute report, yeah, you should have got those two foul calls that cost you the game. Sorry about it. Should have been shooting free throws, and yeah, that was actually a foul. And That's what they told LeBron the yeah, other day. Yeah, it didn't make LeBron feel any better. And then, you know, the NFL or college football, hey, we missed that call. That should have been roughing the passer. Yeah, thanks. It doesn't make us feel better because you're not changing the game. But last night, like, based on the quality of shots taken, Tennessee should have scored 74 points. They should have won the game on, on the amount of open looks each team got and who was taking the shots. In a normal game, this says that the most likely score was 74 to uh, sixty-seven, Tennessee. So, so you scored twenty points fewer than you should have. So that, that's why I can't really blame Barnes if guys are just missing open shots now. And I, maybe I'm just a Barnes apologist now. I went from like his biggest <laughs> his biggest op to like now I'm an apologist. But like I felt the same way about Michigan in the you tournament. Missed Eighteen threes, and, and a lot of those were wide open. It's just like some nights that happened. I think back to like when the Rockets got eliminated by the Warriors in the playoffs in twenty was it twenty seventeen I guess. And the Rockets had missed twenty-seven straight threes, and you're just kind of like, "Well, why are making these all
2: year? Why does that happen?" That's what I'm wondering.
0: Uh, I think it's partially because we have a bunch of good players that play well as a team, but we don't have like a great elite player that's killing. We don't have a killer, so you get like good guys can go cold. That's one of the criticisms, and that's what happens all the time. Our roster, like since you know, not since like Grant, have we had a guy like that? That's
1: what I was gonna say though. Like we had to say like. I don't know if we've rewritten history because I've seen a lot of the Tennessee fans arguing like you know so strong with that 2019 team. We did have Grant Williams back to back SEC Player of the Year, and we still had those scoring droughts sometimes, and like we still yeah, sure. had some of those same issues. So like it's not like Grant was Superman. Like we had to grit and claw and scratch a home game win over Georgia at the end of 2018 to win the SEC, like a, mm-hmm. a terrible Georgia team. Like, Admiral had to come up with, like, two of the clutchest plays to win that. And people have kind of erased those from their memory and just think that 19 and 18 team was kind of, like, infallible. Like, in the flow of the season, you just sometimes lose these games. Like
0: I think it's a combo of that. I mean, yeah, and and just, like, the good players and then just the way Barnes wants to run the offense, I think, I don't know. Is there something to be
2: said for as good as we are defensively can it be possible that he emphasizes too much on the defense? And, like, as a result, for some reason, you're not as good offensively from time to time?
1: I, I don't know how much – when you say emphasize on defense, like well, what do you exactly I mean? Because, know... like, I think at times last year and maybe even sometimes this year, like – I was a Justin Powell fan. I thought Justin Powell was a pretty good offensive player that could have maybe opened some things up for the team over the last couple of years, and mm-hmm. he couldn't really see the court sometimes because of quote-unquote defense. I saw well, his last game out, he dropped 20 points in a, in a win for, for Washington State and hit six threes, and I'm like, man, it'd be nice to kind of have that guy instead of Tyreek Key. He's a better basketball player than Tyreek Key. Tyreek Key also got a lot of buckets at his last place and can't get any here, but I don't know if that's related to it. And then, like, you know, even like a B.J. Edwards, you made Zakai Ziegler play 40 minutes, that one game, and it wouldn't even give B.J. Edwards any run because you say his defense isn't up to par. So, like, maybe when it comes to certain players, you should look and say, like, hey, what you bring on the offensive side maybe outweighs what you do defensively.
2: Sometimes, from that regard, I would say that's, there's, that's there's a what big possibility. I, that's what I wonder about. <clears throat> would it be worth playing some guys that are better scorers more? Now, I don't want to be like Alabama, where you go to Oklahoma and get 91 hung on you and yeah, but the flip side of that, they beat Vandy 101-44, to you yeah. know, so it's
1: like... Well, we choked out Mississippi State pretty good at home. We we, we yeah. beat, It wasn't as bad as Alabama-Vanderbilt, but when you consider quality of opponents, it was a better win. Like, we beat them by 40, and they were a much better team than Vandy.
2: My example, what I'm thinking is
1: Which like... By the way, keep in mind, Alabama did just get their ass absolutely throttled yeah. by
2: Oklahoma. So I like, No, that's what I said. I mean, they... That's kind of the their last two games are kind of the the Jekyll and Hyde of what their system is. I think it's also just kind of Jekyll and
1: Hyde of college basketball. Now to that yeah. to that extreme, sure. But like, how can these kids come out and look so
2: good one night and, and so then look so bad, or yeah. you know, vice versa? Yeah. But you know, look at Alabama. They went on the road and then they went back home, and maybe that has something to do. I wish they had that had been a conference game. They played like that. Yeah, yeah. Instead of Oklahoma, <sighs> sure. but. um I, the the point I was trying to make that I was thinking about like in the stretch run last you know last night when you needed some some momentum you were down six or eight or whatever it was but you still had a chance there was like three minutes left the whiteboard they showed the whiteboard on the broadcast mm-hmm. and it said it just emphasized the defense yeah it didn't say anything about making a it shot saying, like get one stop one right, stop one at, at a time, time yeah. one stop at a time well
1: coaches are always going to say that and I, and I think Cody it ultimately comes down to kind of what we were talking about with shot quality, which is like, if I'm a coach, what can we control? What can be consistent? Defense. And that's defense. Yeah. Like shooting, writing yeah. on a whiteboard, make the shot, it doesn't emphasize, like, it doesn't emphasize, uh, you know,
2: It's either going to go in or it's right, not. Right, it's not
1: going to emphasize, like, effort. Now, Now, if on the whiteboard, now maybe you could say it's like, hey, attack the paint.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey,
1: drive to the hole. That would maybe work, and that mindset could maybe help. Like, Because I do think we have a freak athlete in Julian Phillips, who sometimes I just wish would be put his head down like, Hey, I'm going to the paint. Like, We can't score right now, so I'm going three times. And they call a charge on me three straight times and foul me out? Okay, so be it. But I'm not going to just sit out here and uh, float. I'm going to get to the rim. Because he's the only guy on the team I fully believe can do that. I think Kumwa can get his shot off, too, and I think that maybe we should have given him more looks. I know he wasn't playing very well last night, but... I think that's why defense gets emphasized. It's because it's an effort thing and you can always have your defense. What do they say? Defense travels. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they say that. A, because you can always control it. You can always bring your effort. But B, because sometimes your shots don't go in other people's gyms.
2: It's just kind of like Barnes just leaves the shooting up to it's, it's like they'll either go in or they won't. You know, it's like. Yeah, and it's frustrating.
1: Just, it's frustrating. I don't
2: know what you can do. I mean, I'm not a coach, so I, I don't know what you can do to make it better. I mean, I'm not I'm not acting like, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing or anything like that. I just it it seems to me as a fan that he just kind of leaves the shots where they may be, you know, either we'll hit them or we won't 50 50. But like
1: I said, I think the one thing I would criticize is like, hey, just uh, drop
2: to the rim. Yeah. Get to the rim. And maybe Phillips becomes that guy. Like and he's shown the, uh, it at times. Kennedy Chandler.
1: Yeah, he's shown it at times. And, you know, Zakai's shown that he can be a playmaker at times. I thought he was a pretty – he was, pretty, I worry he was about bad, him going good, bad, good. Him. I mean, he was just all over the place last night. Vescovy. The bottom line is, like, if Vescovy and J- Josiah go four for 23, you're not going to win. Like, that's just kind of – Yeah,
2: yeah. no, they got to hit more shots. Sometimes it's that simple. If, if they go, he didn't look good. If they
1: go one of 11 from three and four of 23 from the field, like, it's going to be
2: hard to win, especially on the road. Yeah, just learn from it. Just watch but, the tape and uh, learn.
1: But that 2018 team I was kind of talking about, like again, one that won the SEC championship that everyone kind of thinks back so fondly on February 10th, 78 to 50 at Alabama.
2: Oh, that was a horrible loss.
1: That was an Alabama team that uh, at the time was seven and six in the, or excuse me, six and five in the SEC. And ended up finishing eight and ten in the SEC, and you got absolutely throttled by them. They beat you seventy-eight to fifty, and then a couple weeks later, that 17-18 team with Grant Williams went into Georgia. Actually, the very next time they went on the road, they went to Georgia and lost seventy-three to sixty-two. And we know how bad Georgia's been at basketball over the years. Mm. You're talking about the the
2: Loyola year, yeah? That would be the Loyola year. Yeah, the next year. The next
1: year they were a little bit, you know, they were more consistent when it came to uh, play. They, they didn't really have any. Any too bad of losses?
2: No, that's what I'm looking at. I, I think maybe that's what. Except I would, I would say their worst <clears throat> loss was actually
1: maybe blowing the uh, the SEC championship. Oh yeah, at, at Auburn March. If 9th. I
2: remember that that day, Auburn just didn't miss. No, no, no. That was the SEC championship game. Yeah, I'm talking but about. What the, were
1: you saying the regular season championship was on the line? Oh, March 9th? Yeah, that, that maybe game? maybe we, we we choked that game. We also choked against that LSU team. Neither won terrible losses. That was an overtime game. Yeah, and that was the one where we had the terrible <laughs> foul at the end of the game that they got the two free throws I think on. that's
2: what people would say as a feather in the cap of that team is like they didn't lose any bad games, mm-hmm. whereas this team has lost to Colorado, Kentucky at home, and at Florida. And that yeah. team either lost – they only lost to good teams. Yeah. You know. Sure. And they were 23-1 and one before sure. they, they did any of that. But then, I mean, they did lose four of their last – whatever, 10, 12 – <clears throat> what lost four of the last 12 who, who did something like that Our, oh. uh, 18 19 the yeah the the good team yeah one two yeah three, they went from four, 23 five, and one seven, to 29 eight, and five seven, and then ten. lost they know. lost four of their last 10 yeah before the sec tournament yeah or no i guess including including the, including the, tournament. the sec yeah. tournament yeah they went from 11 and 0 and then yeah got blown out
1: at that kentucky game i remember that when we watched that at hops yeah Choked it's against that sickening. LSU team. Couldn't beat that
2: Auburn team either. But then they made the Sweet 16. So
1: And then choked against Purdue.
2: Yeah, that one was that was tough. That was, that was the one where that white kid hit like 25 threes.
1: Yeah, it's hard to win in basketball. It's hard to win a bunch of games in a row. Yeah,
2: but look at how hot we were last year going into the tournament. We lost in the second round. This team really wasn't that hot going in. They made the sweet sixteen.
1: So Yeah, but I don't know if you remember that Iowa game. We blew a twenty five point lead in that game. Oh yeah, yeah, I do <laughs> yeah, remember yeah, that game. Yeah. 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 We, we almost to go blew overtime. Us, we almost blew a similar lead to Colgate, but yeah, we blew a twenty five point lead to Iowa.
2: Well that just shows you in the tournament it's just kind of I mean, you had two overtime games that could have went either way and then right. yeah, plus Colgate. I mean yeah. fifteen seed, you struggled. Yeah, they got really hot in the second half too and almost came back. It's hard to win in the tournament. You just uh, hope for good draws. That's why, really, college basketball—it's just get to March, just get to the tournament and see what happens. I mean, it's easy to be negative today and say what you think is going to happen, and, and there's plenty of data to back that up. I mean, yeah, Barnes, what one Sweet 16 in 17 years, something like that. Is that but a streak? Something like that, yeah. Man, I
1: know it's not not
2: great. So I get, you know, I get the haters. I see why there's... It surely it's more than one Sweet Sixteen in 17 years. I don't think so. If, when you look at the last few years at Texas... Yeah, yeah. And the, Maybe like the last 10 years at Texas. Hmm. Oh, I might yeah. be exaggerating like it, but two. I want to say that's what I looked up at one point. I think it's two. I mean, I don't I don't know. Well, I can tell you pretty quick. What are you going to I'm gonna look at Rick Barnes' seasons as coach on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. You trying to beat me to it? No. But I was gonna look up. I was going a different route. Okay. So Sweet Sixteen, 2018, 19, and then yeah, no, two that's in his
1: uh, Texas made an, yeah, an it two, elite 08, and in 06, Elite
2: Eight in 08. So you said Elite Eight? I'm t- yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. So 15 years. Yeah. One Sweet Sixteen in 15 years. No.
1: Okay, so 15 years. Yeah. You earlier you said 17 years, right? So it'd go. Yeah, I was wrong. Oh six. Okay, I was years. gonna say oh six, oh eight, and then our year. So yeah, he not, made the elite eight in 08. and three, that's three.
2: Only three in 17 years. You know, ain't ain't great, obviously. Yeah, but 2008 was 15 years ago. so yeah. since then, yeah. only one Sweet 16, yeah. even, and that was with a pretty historically good team. Well, that's where Texas got fed up. I mean, his last what his last seven years at Texas. I mean. Round of thirty-two, sixty-four, thirty-two, sixty-four. CBI, thirty-two, sixty-four. <laughs> CBI. Was that the Canadian basketball tournament?
1: Yeah, they send you to Canada. <laughs> That's here. not true.
2: That's <laughs> not what that is. What so is it, that? It's like it's worse than the NIT, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's the so it's collegiate emb- basketball invitation. It's actually embarrassing that
1: Texas would accept an invitation there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, why would you even do that? What were their finishes in the big like? What what does do you have like the records for those years? Because obviously yeah. in CBI, they'd barely be five hundred.
2: Yeah, none of those records are as good as his best Tennessee teams. In twenty eleven, they went twenty eight and eight, so that's pretty good, and they got bounced in the round of thirty two. Mm-hmm. Every other year had double digit losses though. See, I
1: I think I think it's easy to point to the tournament as the reason fans got fed over Rick Barnes at Texas, but I'd also say. Basically since that Elite Eight, so oh seven, oh eight, you know, the year we're ranked number one in the country and get, you know, pounded by Louisville. Nine and seven, nine and seven, thirteen and three, nine and nine, seven eleven, eleven seven, eight and ten. Those were his records in the Big Twelve. Conference play. Yeah, yeah. 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 To me that is much more of an indictment than round of thirty two exit, round of thirty two exit, round of sixty four. It's like Well the fact but- that you were going in there as, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten seeds rather than being elite in your conference, which kind of plays into what I've been saying about Tennessee. Like, I enjoy the ride of just being good all year round. They didn't really get that at Texas. They were – <clears throat> pretty what, mid and average in conference play.
2: What that shows you is that his regular seasons have been much better at Tennessee right. than they were his stretch run at his the end of the run at Texas. Is that because the Big 12 is so much better than the SEC, I wonder? Or? No,
1: I think at Texas he was te- just he'd had enough. No, I I think I think I think if you went to Texas and went back you'd kind of see yeah. that he was kind of half-assing it or what I mean by that, not not effort-wise, but he was halfway in between of am I building a team or am I trying to recruit one and done? Yeah. And, like, he was getting guys like Miles Turner in there that weren't, like, difference makers for his program but were good NBA talent but weren't, like, you know, he was going 8-10 and 10 with them.
2: Seems like he's probably happier in his eight years at Tennessee than in his last eight at Texas. I would say so. Seems like a good fit for him here and everything. Like, he, he's built a good program, and he's, have, he's having a lot more regular season success than he did toward the end. Of Texas, but yeah, uh, the tournaments that's uh, you know, that's what everybody's gonna look at. I mean, yeah, one sweet 16 so far in eight years at Tennessee. So, I, I
1: just think the tournament success or lack thereof was kind of not, I don't want to say overstated because there wasn't at Texas, but like, I just think when you look at the last, what'd you say, eight years mm, at Texas or Tennessee, or seven years after the Elite Eight, like, you know, they made the second round you know only three times but at the same time I don't think any of those teams were really what you would consider good other than the 2010 2011 team that went 13 and 3 in conference. Yeah, Everyone. they were 28 and 8. Yeah, and they th- made the th- second round. Yeah. That that was a that was a letdown. That was probably frustrating for him, but outside of that the teams just weren't very good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, he's he's been good his uh, last, you know, 5 years here. Um just hoping it comes together in this year's tournament. I mean, that's all you can do is hope for. I mean, what else? Uh, I like to complain too, but what good is it really? I mean, they're not what do you want them to fire him? I mean, uh, that's not going to happen. So Just hope for the best in March. Wow. I've got my eyes set on a second weekend run. Perspective for Cody McClure. And if we hit the sweet sixteen. Cam seems fed up with Barnes today. Cam
1: Cam seems like I just,
0: it just, all these, every time we lose, it's the same story when we lose. It's the same way. It's not like we lose like a shootout or something like that. It's always we just yeah. are abysmal offense. We never on get offense. beat
2: 106, 102. Yeah. I, it's just an yeah. abysmal
0: was... offense performance from us. <laughs> it is hard to we, watch. It's just yeah, it's frustrating. The, the Arizona saying...
1: game was a little bit of a shootout. That was eighty four. That was what, seventy five to seventy. That was a little like, we scored a little points that game. It wasn't bit, like right. we that one, we just couldn't quit fouling or getting called for fouls. Um, but, I mean, we scored <coughs>
2: 70 in that one. Well, what's the solution, Cam?
0: I don't know. That's, Can't like, that's him the thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no easy fix. But, like, it, these kind of losses are the kind of losses you'll have in the tournament, he's which too is do not tournament success. To, he's too
2: good to fire, though, you know. And and we
0: don't have a guy. I don't know. I, I still am very big on we need a guy that can just go get you a bucket. And then, like, when we get to the tournament, we'll run the teams that have those guys. And if we struggle offensively. They can get a bucket, we can't.
2: Well, maybe that's what he tried to do at Texas, is go get a star.
1: I mean, we had one last year that was supposed to be able to go get you a bucket, Chandler. I mean, it,
2: He did from time to time. I
1: mean, I thought he was awesome by the end of the year. I mean, yeah, I, I, I trusted yeah. him to go get a bucket. I mean, he he wasn't the problem against Michigan.
2: No. I
0: don't know. It's just, I don't know, it seems frustrating. <laughs> it seems like every loss is the same story in the way we lose. Yeah, but you
2: term. know, the four of the last five years— not even including this year, but for the last five years, not including and that's what the COVID year. If you don't include the COVID year, we were single digit losses every year, and that's how I used to yeah. measure our program. Is like don't have more than ten losses. Yeah, and in those to me, you've it's gone a, thirteen and five,
1: fifteen and three, ten and seven, fourteen and four, and currently seven and one in, in league play. And I, you know, it's just.
2: To me it's always a successful season when i see 27 and 8, 26 and 9, 31 and 6. Like not having a lot of losses is nice and i think we're well on track to have single digit losses this year.
1: Yeah, it would just, take a just pretty get big Get a collapse. sweet
2: 16. Get a sweet 16. Up a stat and...
0: last night talking about how we are 3 and 4 when a team scores more than 60. And 3 and just, 4. I would've... think that's what the record was.
1: Um well, that's kind of impressive that the only seven teams have scored more than sixty.
0: Yeah, it is, but yeah, it gives you a you know a lot of credit to the defense. You're like, that's great, but our defense plays that well. But that also tells you like, we're barely getting over sixty then scoring wise, which you know obviously isn't always the case. But that makes you worried, like, oh, so you're like, I don't know. It just kind of yeah. I mean, Colorado
1: me dropped seventy eight on you. You couldn't really mm-hmm. stop them. I mean, you didn't do a good job scoring, but you also couldn't stop them. Yep. Arizona seventy five to seventy. I mean, that felt like a wash. Kentucky scored 63, so yeah, I mean... It's like you've got to
0: completely choke a team out, or you're can be, or you in a dogfight a little bit.
1: Yeah.
2: Those dogfights don't tend to go our way. Yeah, they don't. Although, I mean, Maryland went our way and Ole yeah. Miss went our way. I, I, well, yeah. So I guess you consider those games. Well, you think like, the dogfights don't go our way? I I think most of the time when you see us playing poorly offensively, you kind of know we're going to lose. Oh, okay. or it, it feels that yeah. way. But then I think. I, was saying, I think
1: our style is to sometimes just kind of ugly the game up. The, yeah, the thing sure. is, when we have our dominant performances on defense, so f- sometimes this year we've also had you know explosions on offense, like against LSU, State, State South Carolina. Carolina, right? But I think that's, that's
0: kind of like the complementary of the defense being so good. You get the fast breaks. You get the turnovers. Yeah.
1: You grinded out the old Miss win, 63-59. Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you grinded out Maryland, like you said, where just neither team could hit a bucket in the second half. or We couldn't you hit know. a bucket in the second half. They couldn't hit one in the first half.
2: I really was hoping we'd pull that out last night, though, and, and find a way to – and I thought at, at the start of the second half, right when we got up there and we got, six, we got a six-point six like, lead yeah. and thought, okay, we're gonna, we'll pull away from them here, and then yeah. never did.
1: They immediately started calling fouls and got yeah. the game back in Florida's favor. You know, you take, take
2: your L yeah. – no big deal. Just start winning again. Charge it to the game. Just, just win the next three, three games at a time.
1: Man, yeah, if you win seventy-five percent of your conference games from here on out. Like I mean, you're not going to win the the conference, but I don't know. Maybe just the team just ain't got that dog in him.
2: They still got a lot of good ball left to play.
1: Maybe, or maybe the best is already. Maybe, maybe they already fall peaks. apart. Yeah, yeah maybe We've already peaked. That's a, you don't you don't know. That's why you know after a loss, the uh, the next game's very interesting. Kansas saw it snowball a little bit and lose three straight, but then they're back to the one seed line, so who knows? Some solace I take from it is that I believe I, I trusted Tennessee at home and I trusted Tennessee on a neutral court right now. They've played, you know, pretty well on a neutral court. They only lost to Colorado early in the season. They, you know, have been okay at that. Yeah, on the road you though, know where they play the NCAA tournament and the SEC tournament, so like neutral court. Yeah, you know, I, I I try to keep that in mind. Winning on the road in college basketball is hard. It just, yeah. it just kind of our does.
2: neutral court performance this year. We we did win the battle for Atlantis. I mean, that's Meet uh, some good
1: teams doing yeah. it too. Yeah,
2: where else have we played on a neutral floor? We played in Nashville against Colorado and got smacked. Well, that was bad. Yeah, so we haven't played on a neutral floor since November. Because why would you, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, Battle for Atlantis, you know, if that's any indication of the – that could be an NCAA tournament. First three. Butler first round, USC second round, Kansas Sweet 16. Yeah. yeah. We're in the Elite Eight.
1: Boom. Now you're happy. That's right. You won't play Kansas in the Sweet 16.
2: Though. Probably not. You'd uh, play Kansas I don't, don't in think eight.
1: Butler's making the tournament. Yeah,
2: Butler. That's what actually happened. But USC good.
1: could be a second-round opponent. Maybe. USC's
2: a good team, yeah. Yeah. Cam sends the it break. It's Talk Sports
1: on Fan Run Radio.
2: Are we being too, like,
1: sunshine pumping?
2: pumpering? I'm not. Okay, I'm good. I'm just telling you how I feel realistically. That's good. I feel different day-to-day about different things. Yeah. <clears throat> The more data points you get, you're able to to change your opinion. I believe in changing my opinion all the time. Yeah. I do it a lot. Yeah. You call that hypocritical sometimes. No, I don't. When? But – well, you've called me a hypocrite before, Because well, it depends. you said two days ago you said this. I mean I think two days is pretty quickly to turn your opinion. On but, different things. My but, my opinion can change day to day on anything. I, I think
1: let me let me be clear here because yeah, sure I'm I'm Let sure me I have. be clear. Well I'm sure I have called you a hypocrite. I, I do think that if let you let me cha- be clear. I That's do think what the president you, says all the time. I do time. think if you're on record saying something and you change your mind that the the audience and I am owed an explanation and if you can walk me through the data or the change that made you change your opinion, then I think it's perfectly Nobody reasonable. Needs an explanation. But if if the wind just blew a certain way and all of a sudden you you
2: you changed your mind, I think that's a little weird. Sometimes that's that's what it is. The wind, the wind means a lot. It means more than you give it credit. You ever heard of Native America, bro? Native Americans. They... be careful. Can you be racial? Is that a
1: be careful? Have you ever heard of the Washington football team controversy?
2: I never think of that as racist. Are they a race, Native Americans? Like, is that considered a, a race? I guess it is.
1: Yeah. What
2: whenever, exactly you fill out your, whenever you
1: feel like your T-cap and stuff, it's wasn't on it,
2: there. Wasn't it on there? Yeah. I just consider them wasn't it? American. I, I thought it was. I consider them like the OGs.
1: Well, they're, they're yeah, they're native. They're
2: Americans. They're more American than any of us. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, anyway, what I was going to say was, they the wind meant a lot to them, you know. So I think the wind is something that is important. They respected and valued the wind. Sure. Named people after it. Be Did rituals be with it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to be careful about. It's a compliment. I'm part Cherokee, so you're a, I don't want you to offend my ancestors. I don't see it in you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. sure I've got it in me, too. Just be careful. Don't disrespect my heritage, my culture,
1: because I would be forced to have to take action against you to defend my lineage. What would the action be? I don't want to get into it on the radio because it plays into some hurtful stereotypes. But there are certain things that would have to be done to. You.
2: Does it involve to, a blanket. I don't want to get into it. I'd rather you move on. Just saying the wind, the way the wind blows, matters to me. That was well, the it matters more to me again, <laughs> as part Native American. Okay. I'm half Choctaw. No, you're not. <laughs> what if I was?
1: Would you really know? Well, I feel like you've walked us through your lineage before and but, this never came up. But would you really I'm know? Irish on one side, I'm Scottish, and my mom's got some Italian in her and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if you ever said anything about Italian in you or not, but you've walked us through. Half Choctaws never came up, bro. My grandma's really
2: brown. I mean, I think there's something in there. I don't know what it is, but she's very brown. She's a, a brown person. And it's not just tan. I mean, that's just her her skin color. Is, it's just a darker shade, like, than, than mine or yours, you know?
1: Hour one of the books. We'll kick off hour two of headlines as Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio.